On this AV Nation special, we talk with Extron about their brand new product, NAV. It's Extron's step into the AV over IP market. We talk with them about how it works and why they decided to develop their own codec. All that and more next on this AV Nation special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an AV Nation special. Extron's NAV. This is Tim Albright with AV Nation with an AV Nation special. Uh, we are talking with Andrew Evans from Extron about their new. Extron's new NAV networked AV product. Um, what it is is it's Extron's take on Pro AV over the IP system is using Extron's own Pure Three codec. It will transport 4K 6444 over one gig or a 10 gig infrastructure. Uh, Andrew Evans is the manager of product marketing with Extron. Welcome, sir. Thanks, Tim. Really excited to be here and have this opportunity to talk to you guys. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. You, you guys have, uh, this is, this is your step into network AV, right? You, you've had twisted pair products for several years, but this is the first one that is really utilizing, you know, the network. Um, obviously not, not the first company to do it, but this is your guys's own take. The thing I find interesting about it, and this is based on the, on the press release and the documents you guys gave us is you're using your own, your own chipset, your own codec uh, called pure three. So why did you decide to develop your, 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 own, your own codec? Sure. So we looked at the market, really, and it seemed as if there was an opportunity to really differentiate our product from some of the other things that are out there. And the codec being one of those really key places where we could offer some value to the pro-AV market. Uh, a lot of the products that we've seen uh, in the marketplace have really been uh, using a codec that was generally developed for other industries. So whether it was originated in uh, like a digital cinema or maybe a broadcast environment, they kind of got repurposed into our pro AV space. But what Extron had with Pure 3 is a codec that was really foundationally intended to be used uh, by this market. So we wanted to, uh, to take that engineering expertise that we had with Pure 3 and really leverage that for our entry into this pro AV over IP space. All right. So what is then unique about, because you said you, you, you focus this on from the pro AV space, not cinema, not, not broadcast. What's unique about NAV then? Sure. So because our codec, uh, was really our own engineering. It's our patented uh, technology. We were able to look at really three key areas. Uh, we looked at latency, bit rate, and image quality. And so competitive codecs typically are going to address one or maybe two of those uh, areas. So they might give you good image quality and have uh, low latency, but it might be at the expense of requiring a lot of uh, bandwidth. So what we wanted to do was not have any compromises in our product so that we could still give you the really high image quality, very low latency, and still use uh, data rates that were acceptable uh, in the IT domain. So giving people the ability to control how much, uh, bit, um, how much data rate they were actually consuming. And that was one of the really key differentiators for our NAV products, being able to deliver all three of those things with a lot of control uh, over those elements. 
You said no compromises on that. What does that mean to you? So for us, it means that we didn't have to pick just one or two of those three areas. Um, If you're going to evaluate like a codec for performance capabilities, you can always look at the latency, the bit rate, and the image quality. And that's going to be pretty universal in how you can compare different products. So uh, for us, no compromise meant we didn't pick just one or two of those areas. We wanted to be able to really deliver a really strong offering that hit all three of them. All right. Your, your documentation says that you can do um, either one gig or 10 gig uh, networks to, to push NAV down, down the pipe. How does that work? Sure. So uh, because we are coming into a marketplace that already has uh, AV over IP products in it, people have been kind of forced into, into two camps. Uh, there are products that operate on a one gigabit system, and then there are other uh, products that are in a 10 gigabit but there wasn't any place uh, or any company that was really bridging those two. So we saw that as another opportunity for us. And because of our Pure 3 codec, that actually gives us a lot of control over the amount of compression that we use on that video signal. So we actually can run on either uh, one gig or a 10 gig infrastructure. So by having that, uh, that control of our codec, we can actually take a 10 gig uh, encoder and adjust that bit rate down to a one gig range so that a 10 gig encoder can stream to a one gig decoder. And where that really becomes interesting is when you look at enterprise deployments. So within a room, you might want to have 10 gig switching so you have the highest quality image possible. But if that same space needs to also send the signal to an overflow room or a breakout room for like an all hands meeting, then you might need to uh, adjust that bit rate so that your other decoders across the enterprise can receive that same stream. So we've got that uh, uh, flexibility that lets us really bridge those one gig and 10 gig infrastructures. So let me understand this. So you can, the the 10 gig encoder in in this specific instance can stream to obviously multiple endpoints, multiple nodes that are, are 10 gig decoders, but that same stream then can be compressed down or is it if you're sending it to a a one gig decoder all the streams then are one gig so we would adjust the single stream uh, down so that the the one gig decoders could pick it up okay all right um you you mentioned compression every product on the market that does av over ip has some sort of compression how is is extron handling then this compression what are we losing when we compress sure So when you start looking at uh, the data rate of video coming in, uh, 4K 60 video is probably going to be in the uh, around 12 gigabit range for the actual active video portion itself. When you remove all the overhead and uh, the other elements to it, you're looking at about a a 12 gig signal. So to get that down a a 10 gig pipe, pretty low compression ratios are needed. But when you start to look at how you get that video down, a one gig pipe, you're now talking 12 to one compression or higher even. So uh, to do that, a lot of uh, people take either a spatial compression or a temporal compression approach. So you're either compressing within the actual frame of video itself, or you're looking at uh, multiple frames, maybe dropping frames in order to get your bit rate down uh, to fit that one gig or that 10 gig pipe. But what's really unique with Pure 3 is a technology that uh, we've baked into it called intelligent selective streaming. 
And what we're doing with the intelligent selective streaming is evaluating uh, at a very granular level the video signal coming in. And before the first frame even arrives, uh, we know whether there's a difference between that frame and the previous frame. So we're able to evaluate, does that data actually need to be sent across the network? And if it's a duplication of information, we actually don't send it. So we're reducing our bit rate uh, across the network by uh, taking out the redundant information. So that's one of the ways that we're uh, able to keep our bit rates down really low uh, through our compression scheme while still delivering really high quality video. Uh, so we're not having to drop frames. We're not having to uh, do as much compression on the actual uh, full frame of video itself. Yeah, depending on, on what the actual source is. Is that, to be clear here, that's happening on the encoder side, right? So you've got a, let's say, an HDMI signal coming into the encoder. The encoder is the one who's actually physically comparing those frames. Exactly right. Yeah, all the heavy lifting is being done on the encode side. So we're looking at that incoming video, and we're processing that uh, before it's actually streamed across the network. Okay. All right. Uh, what market do you guys see this, this being the biggest um, focus for you guys? Sure. So really, I would say anybody who's looking to uh, design a system that has a lot of flexibility and scalability. Uh, so AV over IP systems really fit well into those applications that uh, might have a really asymmetrical uh, number of inputs and outputs. Uh, so that's a really key opportunity for AV over IP. Uh, the other place that we see it fitting in really well are people who want to scale their video distribution across the enterprise. Uh, places where you might have had uh, traditionally uh, lots of core matrix switchers, but you want to uh, streamline some of that routing of your video. As far as vertical markets go, really uh, anybody could take advantage of the technology, whether that's a higher education campus that wants to distribute video from uh, a lecture auditorium uh, over to an overflow room. Uh, it could be a local government facility that wants to do uh, IP KVM type applications where they need to create small video walls uh, and still have some USB uh, routing separate from that. So it could go a lot of different places, quite honestly. When it comes to designing and, and maintaining these systems, how will integrators and consultants design a system with NAV at, at its core? Sure. So designing an AV over IP system in some ways is really similar to still designing a, an HD-based T type system or a, a circuit switch type system. Uh, you still have the equivalent of transmitters and receivers uh, in the system. We just call those encoders and decoders now. Uh, but instead of having a matrix switcher in the core of your design, that's going to be replaced by uh, an IT uh, type appliance like a switch, a router, uh, or a combination. And that side is where it starts to get a little bit interesting. Uh, you know, we've heard about the AVIT convergence occurring in our industry for what, 15, 20 years now, something like that. Almost, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're actually starting to get to the point where some of those skill sets uh, are being forced on us. So we do need to take a look at the actual network topology uh, that's being used for the transport of these signals. Uh, because it is multicast streaming, uh, you do need to have uh, multicast enabled on the, on the IT network. Uh, you're going to want to have probably a layer three switch uh, so you can do some management of those uh, streams and the routing and control of bandwidth. Uh, so there are some details that go into it, uh, but it's really uh, 
pretty straightforward uh, once you get the IT network set up. When you, because you know, these one thing that I've, I've learned over the last couple of years as, as a number of these products have, have hit the market, these these are nodes, right, that are on a network. How how will they be managed uh, on on your you know NAV AV over IP network? Sure. No, you're, you're definitely right. Once you start having these nodes across the network, uh, there really are two people who need to manage it, right? There's the, the AV manager who has the, the burden of understanding you know, is HTTP encryption part of my signal stream and do I actually get that video across? Uh, but then there's also the IT manager who wants to understand uh, where that device is, how much bit rate is it consuming, and uh, what's the overall health of my video distribution system. So we kind of bring those two needs together into a single uh, appliance and that's our navigator product okay. and the navigator sits on the same network as all of these encoders and decoders these nodes on the network and it gives you this single point of access where you can look at the status of all of your encoders decoders what routes are made or where your streams are being sent uh, you can adjust the, uh, the bit rates that are being used you can really uh, use that as your dashboard uh, for the entire system, uh, knowing the status of your uh, AV over IP products. You mentioned two folks that needed to handle this this information. So you kind of answered my next question. Beyond though, the AV manager and the and the IT manager, and those those are local folks, right? See, so these are people that that work for the institution, the Fortune 500 company, the the, the campus. Beyond that, is there any value in having the uh, the integrator, the AV integrator, not only, you know, on setup, you know, integrate with or interface with your, with your Navigate product, but giving them access and, and helping them, you know, help their client, you know, manage all these nodes. Totally. Uh, so from the, the reseller, the integrator's perspective, the Navigator really becomes a, a powerful tool for the deployment of the product. So uh, when it comes to actually having to push all of these IP configurations into the encoders, the decoders, uh, being able to uh, you know, assign them to a room, to a name, uh, name the inputs, the outputs, uh, all of that's done through the navigator itself. And there's a lot of things that we've done within the software uh, interface of the navigator that makes it really easy for the integrator to discover their devices, uh, to set those IP addresses, mm -hmm. and to be able to stand up that uh, AV over IP solution really quickly. So let, let me understand this because some folks are different, some products are different. Is, is the navigator essential to every deployment or are there situations where I can have a single encoder and a single decoder and I wouldn't need a navigator? So if you've got a really small system and you want to do point-to-point -point extension, uh, as an example, uh, but still leverage that AV over IP technology, you would not need a navigator in those instances. Uh, you can even deploy a small number of endpoints without the navigator. You just lose a lot of that streamlined workflow when it comes to managing those devices and creating your, your, your ties or your routes from encoder to decoder. Uh, instead of communicating to a single product, the navigator, you would actually have to communicate with each endpoint directly. Uh, once you get over a certain threshold, though, you really would want to have the navigator as part of that system. All right. And to be clear, all of these, you know, like a lot of Exxon products have a built-in web server where you you tie into, you type in the, the IP address, honestly, uh, of, of almost every Exxon product I've ever installed. And that's the interface and that's what you, what you tie into. There's not a separate piece of software, is there? 
No, we definitely don't have a, a separate uh, piece of software. This is all done through the network. So it's a, a web portal using the embedded web server of the product. Mm. Uh, last couple of questions, uh, important ones though. Uh, when will this NAV product be available? Great question. So what we've seen in this space is that AV over IP projects typically have a little bit longer of a lead time. So we're introducing this product now in order to uh, make sure that people have the awareness of it uh, so that for projects that they're designing uh, in 2019 that uh, consider Extron uh, as a solution for them. So we're looking at availability really towards the end of first quarter of 2019. Okay, so uh, you know, March, March, April-ish area. Yeah. Uh, another important question, what is roughly the price point? And yes, there are several different models and volumes. And if you can't answer intelligent, that's fine, but just a, a rough estimate. Sure. So it's kind of tough to nail down the, the exact price because we do have uh, products that are one gig predominantly or 10 gig, uh, the fiber interfaces. Uh, some support USB, some don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it really is a kind of a range of prices and uh, quite honestly, uh, the way that we've got it set up is that we want to uh, have our resellers and our integrators call us for the opportunity so that we can work through them uh, to understand the needs of the system before we get too bogged down in the pricing of it. So it's all call for price at this point. Okay. Uh, but we understand that it's a, a competitive space. Uh, we certainly aren't going to be the, the low cost option but we think that we're going to deliver some value and still be competitively priced. Right. Uh, Andrew, as, as we wrap up here, is there anything else that, that somebody needs to know as they're considering this? And as you mentioned, designing products, uh, projects now that, that may be deployed next summer or next fall even. Sure. I would say that uh, the one thing I really wanted to drive home is that uh, the performance is really, really remarkable uh, to be able to see in a, uh, in a, a real world application, uh, the original source material side by side with this Pro AV over IP solution is pretty astounding. It's one where most people have to get their nose up onto the display practically to see the difference in image quality. And for us to be able to deliver that kind of image quality with low latency and at bit rates that span both one and 10 gig infrastructures, I think it's going to really resonate with AV as well as IT professionals. Well, hopefully that's not the actual use cases is putting your nose up against the display. So let's um, hope not. No, uh, last question here. Um, several different people do it different ways. Um, so I have to ask you this one. Do you require a special switch uh, for this, a network switch? Great question. So for us, we are looking at uh, particular switches so that we can test and evaluate them so that if people want a recommendation, we can certainly provide that kind of information to them. But as long as it's a layer three managed switch, then uh, we're in good shape. We don't have any special requirements uh, of the switch itself beyond just uh, multicast enabled layer three management. Okay, very good. All right, Andrew Evans from uh, Extron. Thank you so much, sir. If somebody wants more information about Extron, about NAV, or just wants to tell you hi, how do they get a hold of you or how do they get a hold of Extron? Sure. Best place to go for the information is just www.extron.com. And then we've got the power search tool where they can look for the NAV solutions, as well as a microsite on the Pure3 technology itself. 
All right, very good. Andrew Edmonds from Extron Electronics. My name is Tim Albright. For more information about us, more programs like this, including our two weekly programs, one that looks like at the commercial AV space and one that looks at the residential, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.